Literally and figuratively, today's episode is all about stepping into a new season. We over here at the Luminary Leadership Podcast have officially wrapped up season one, and we are kicking off season two right here, right now with you, which will be jam-packed with even more leadership conversations that you've been asking for. We've been able to get some feedback from you guys and even conversations that maybe you didn't realize you needed, but end up being the catalyst for so much growth and change in your business and in your life. Next level guest experts are coming to the show. We've got them booked, resources, guidance into your next season. But this episode is also quite literally about stepping into a new season. What does it look like to consciously choose to craft a new season for your life, for your business? I say it often that I don't really believe in the whole balance myth, but I do believe life happens in seasons. But sometimes I think we get a little passive and allow those seasons to hit us when they may instead of actually mapping them out and choosing to kick them off like we are today. If you've been in a season of rest, maybe it's time to hit the gas. Or if you've been in a season of constant work, maybe it's time to lean into the season of family. Or if you've been in a season of hustle, perhaps it's your time to elevate into a season of strategy so you can get out of that hustle. Today, I'm walking you through how I consciously shift from one season into the next in my life, in my business, and I intentionally grow into leadership, new opportunities, and our family's vision. Pull up a seat to the table. You are listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. After working with countless entrepreneurs, I've noticed a theme. No matter the level of success achieved, they get to this place where they're asking, now what? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact. You want to do work that means something, and you want to be known for it too. Somewhere along the way, it wasn't just about growing a business anymore. It became time to build your legacy. Plus, building the dream at the expense of everything else that matters, family, freedom, joy, is no dream at all. The Luminary Leadership Podcast is where industry leaders come to break through to their next level of achievement, purpose, and impact. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and I'm here to raise up this generation of leaders, us, so we can do our part in raising up the next generation of little luminaries. Get ready as we break down all things entrepreneurial leadership in a way that isn't being talked about. We both know you don't just need another strategy. It's time for your breakthrough. kick off this new season, I wanted to share some of the reviews that I'm just so grateful for. So we had a five-star review from Christina Mom, and it was titled, Just What We Need. This podcast is providing exactly what we've been missing and need to create the lives we want for our businesses and our families. I love that Elizabeth is providing actionable steps for us to grow as leaders and for us to scaffold and raise up our little leaders. This is my new favorite podcast. Thanks, Christina. I so appreciate you. This next five-star review comes from HH126. Lovely name. The Visionary Leadership is the title, and it says, I've listened to Liz's podcasts for years, and my favorite part is her no-holds-bar visionary leadership. She talks about the leadership that this world needs and how you can implement it in your own business model. She flips strategy on its head and shows you how to create a long-term vision that's going to not only support your goals, but change the world. It's a must-listen every week. Thank you so much. These reviews mean so much to me and my team. This is mission work for us. So please know that I read each and every one of them. And if you haven't left a review or rated the show yet, 
we will put the link in the show notes to make it easier for you. I know sometimes I feel funny asking for help and support in that, but at the same rate, this is so much bigger than us. And the more positive reviews that we get and the more people getting eyes on the show, the more incredible guests we can source for you. And who knows, I may read one of your reviews on a future episode. Okay, let's get to the show. Since we talk about it all the time, that we're not seeking balance. We're not seeking balance between parenthood and business or marriage and business. It's just it's just not the nature of how life works. There isn't this scale that we can make sure that we get it just right. And it puts a pressure on us that really doesn't serve us, especially when it comes to leadership. When we're trying to aim at something with an a ridiculous expectation and our focus is on the wrong things, it takes away from where our focus could and should be. So we talk a lot about doing life, doing business in seasons where, you know, there are seasons where you're going heavier at work and there are seasons where you're shifting more of your focus to family. And you can be intentional about that. But I think a mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs make is they kind of let those seasons roll to them. They're kind of like, oh, I wonder what this season will bring. And then they just wake up one day and they say, oh, I have to do a ton of work. I guess I'm in a season of working really hard. And my kids or my spouse is going to pay that price. But they need to realize it's just a season and this too shall pass or the other way around. We're like, oh, I'm just in this season of family. And then your business totally takes a hit and suffers because you've embraced this season of family instead of looking ahead like a leader would getting out of the sandbox of like, okay, I'm just going to see what happens. I'm going to be reactive and being proactive and planning your seasons, setting your seasons, seeing what's coming obviously leaving space to adjust. You know, you, God forbid, lose someone, right? You lose someone in your family. Um, You go through uh, a health struggle. Sometimes seasons are kind of thrown on us and thrust upon us, and we have to be able to pivot and adjust accordingly. That's the nature of leadership is how quickly and how well do you react to the stimuli that's thrown at you? How do you rise to challenges? How do you navigate struggles and and hardship, right? So yeah, we have to have space for that. We have to be conditioned to say, yep, there might be some some seasons that we didn't see coming. That's a different story. But I think sometimes we get into this habit of kind of combining the word seasons with grace. Oh, well, you just got to give yourself grace. If you're spending so much time on the business, you know, give yourself a little grace as a parent. Like your kids are going to be fine. You know, they, they'll turn out great. Or oh, you're leaning into the family right now? That's totally, give yourself some grace in the business. Like, let it, it's okay. It'll still be there. You got to show up for your family. And sometimes grace, as much as it's a beautiful word, as much as it's a word that we need to honor and embody and be grateful for, it can also become a cuss word because we overutilize it and we use it to basically uh, build in this safety net or an excuse as to why we're doing what we do. So instead, we're getting super intentional today and we're talking about this idea of planning for seasons, prepping for seasons, envisioning and uh, being really proactive about mapping out the seasons that we want to see in our lives. How long are they going to last? We don't have to sit there and be like, oh, I'm in a season of hustle and have no freaking idea when it's going to stop right? We're not, you're just going, going, and you're like, one, one day the season will end. I, let's just see where this takes me. That's going to lead to burnout. That's going to lead to tension on your marriage. That's going to re- lead to, you know, your kids being collateral damage. So instead, look at your freaking calendar. Let's pull out a calendar that has 
the next two to three years, you know, doing some projections, projections where you can say, these are the seasons I'm setting for myself. This is why. And you can look and say, is this season one aligned with who I am and what I believe and my values? And, and two, is it aligned with where I'm going? Or is it pausing me from getting there? Is it taking me off track? Am I moving backwards? So that is the process I'm walking you through today. This is what we do in our family and in our business. And I want to pass along to you because it works. The first step in the process, we're always going to come back to that true north. Do you have your priorities and your values intact in every season? No matter what season you are stepping into, consciously, by choice, or just because life threw one at you that you didn't see coming, you still have to ensure that you are honoring that true north, that you have that guiding star, that you are always in perpetual motion towards aligning yourself with that true north, right? Those priorities, those values remain intact no matter what. They're just practiced differently. What do I mean by that? Okay, you might be going into a launch, a really big launch. You have you have massive goals for this upcoming offer that you are putting out into the world, and it is going to require a lot of you. It's going to require a lot of your team. It's going to require more money, more energy, more focus, more time. Okay, that's fine. You can plan for that. You can pull out your calendar and say, during this three-month period, I am going to be in a season of launch. I am in a season of focus on work. That is not an excuse to say, I will just see where those other things, you know, like my spouse or those kids I gave birth to, squeeze into the equation. Because that would be, I'm assuming, if you're the type that listens to this show, out of alignment with your priorities and your values. Now, at the same rate, it might mean you do ultimately spend less total time with your spouse or your children during that season of launch. It doesn't have to, but it could. You could find efficient ways and different ways to sacrifice other things. We can talk about that another time. But the most important piece of this puzzle is that although you're stepping intentionally into a season of launch, and it is in alignment with the vision and where you're going, both in your business and personally, financially, all the things, it is not an excuse to just forget everything else and then see where it happens to fit in. Because guess what? It won't. And it will feel like garbage to you. And it'll feel like garbage to the people involved. And ultimately, it will negatively affect your own growth in both leadership and business. Because if you are totally out of alignment, and it comes at the sacrifice of the priorities and the values that matter most to you, it is not being done correctly. So to ensure that you're honoring those things, If you haven't done the True North exercise yet, what's the matter for you? It's time. Okay, so head on over to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash True North. luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash True North. You can find that in the show notes if you want to just click it right there or you can just head on over. This is so critical. You don't just want to be like, yeah, I know my values. I got like faith and family and health. And I really think loyalty is important. Like, no, no, no. This exercise is a workbook. It goes deep. You do this with your family. If you don't have these standards that you live by, if you do not have this North Star that you're aiming at, everything else that we will teach you for the remainder of your time with us on the Luminary Leadership Podcast will fall slightly short because this is critical. This is the foundation upon which you build everything. So luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash true north. It's a free workbook. Do this 
do this. Have I mentioned, do this. Okay, so that's the first piece. Have those priorities and values. Know that even though you're setting yourself up for a new season, it doesn't mean everything else falls apart. Same thing when you're in a season of family. Doesn't mean you just take your foot off the gas completely for the business and then wonder why, you know, everything ishes the bed when you wake up six months later and you're like, wow, weird. Why is everything falling apart? You didn't build in the plan for it and you don't just fully give up on all the other things because you shift into a new season. The second piece, aligning your seasons with the rhythms of your life and how you want the rhythms of your life to go. What do I mean by that? Well, first of all, I like to look at things not just by the calendar year. I look to look at things multiple years out because one, you freaking blink and a year flies by. Two, it's not like anything crazy happens on December 31st besides maybe staying up a couple hours later than normal if you have kids, but we treat it that way. We're like, oh, everything stops and starts brand new the next year. No, it's life is fluid. It's rolling. Okay. So I want you to look at things rolling. And how do you want the rhythms of your years to look? For example, maybe you map things out based on when your kids are in school or home, you're homeschooling them, right? When your attention is there, maybe you don't step fully and boldly into a season of launch when you cherish the time with your children during the summer. You can do it around holidays. I learned this the hard way years ago when I launched one of my online offerings in the new year, on the first of the new year. You know what that meant? My Thanksgiving and Christmas were spent absolutely grinding away to prepare for the launch. I will never do that again. You'll never see me launch something on that date unless I know we as a team have the capacity to prep before the holidays start because I like to check out during that time. You can do it around life events. Maybe there's a wedding or uh, someone in your family is having a baby that you want to be able to be present and help out with. So those rhythms, you get to set them and decide what they look like. Maybe there are just certain seasons, literal seasons of the year, where you're like, I just find in the winter, I like to go a little more inward. Maybe you live somewhere like Wisconsin, where it's a freaking frozen tundra. And you're like, "Hmm, well, definitely not hosting events locally because it's so cold and I don't want to have to fly people in. And I also don't want to have to leave my house. Unless I'm hosting an event in Florida, then I'll happily escape the cold. So you can decide how you operate based on these rhythms. You can do it for vacations or if you're having a baby. So really think through on a rolling calendar. Remember, we're not just talking about one year at a time. We're talking about into your future because leaders think into the future. They don't think with an end date just because the calendar is shifting, okay? How do you want those rhythms to feel and look? And then you plan seasons around them. Okay, so planning to shift into a new season is different than waiting to see what season just shows up and knocks on your door next. One is very reactive, whereas the former is very proactive. It allows you to take back control of how you roll things out. Now, one little disclaimer I'd put on all of this, as I mentioned previously, life does happen. I mean, it would be absolutely absurd to think otherwise. You can't always plan for what health curveballs will be thrown your way. I personally can speak to that. I've walked through the last three years of serious adrenal struggles and autoimmune issues. And there are times where without any explanation, I wake up, my whole body's swollen, I'm in physical agony. And for three weeks, 
I'm hardly able to get out of bed. My brain's not really working for me. And if I had something on my calendar that was so dependent upon me, and I was trying to grind through that when my body was screaming that it needed a season of calm and rest, I could do some serious damage. So this is my just plea to everybody listening. If you haven't designed your business to support the life you want to be living in the granular, like the day-to-day, if you haven't built in the offerings that produce for you that are not solely just time for money, if you haven't brought on the team who is invested in your mission and figured out how to lead them well and treat them well and allow them to embody and learn leadership as you are, if you haven't built in the space, the white space to rest and to address the things that are necessary and need your focus in the moment that you can't plan for. It is such a critical thing to take a step back and say, okay, what are the missing pieces to ensure that I build this infrastructure and this plan to support me when the things creep up that I don't see coming? So that's just a little aside. It's not for today's conversation, but it is something that you really want to start prioritizing as you step into your next level of leadership. So one thing I really like to do as I'm looking at my three to five year calendar is building in transition periods. I can actually see when one season is starting to come to a close and when we're planning to kick off a new season and shifting, right? Summer was that for us. We were in a season of travel and family and rest. But I could see it coming that we were starting to shift into a new season this fall where I was going to have more speaking engagements and more business events that I was hosting and my Luminary Leadership Incubator was kicking off. So I could see that transition period happening, but I didn't want to go from cold turkey, rest, and family into bust my butt working. So I built in this nice little transition period where I actually at the time of this recording, I'm leaving for five days to escape, to map out the next several seasons and give myself some creative space to start to really develop some new content that I can bring to all of you and and just not jump right into the, the hardcore work and be on calls a million hours a day or anything like that. It's what do I need to, to ease myself into this? I also like to plan to celebrate the close of the previous season. So the family together, we went out to dinner. We don't do that often. We like to cook our meals at home. We like to be here at the farm. We're not, I don't know. We don't go out much, but it's a nice treat until you get to the restaurant with your two, four, and six-year-old. And you're like, wait a minute, remind me again why we chose to be in public with this freak show and allow the world to be exposed to our crazy and then pay for it? I mean, that's that's an aside. So anyway, we planned this great dinner. And then my husband and I planned time together to just like celebrate and have an actual conversation about all the good things that happened in this previous season. So build in the time for celebration, build in the time for transition. And you set that plan and schedule for the next season. You say, okay, this is when this season's kicking off. This is what the start of it will look like. It will have boundaries. It will have timelines. Some seasons will be really short because they require a bigger push than others. So it wouldn't be sustainable from a scheduling perspective or a personal perspective to say, I'm in a season of hustle and launch for seven months. Hello, burnout. Hello, you know, adrenal fatigue. No, 
there are windows, and especially just for your, your marriage and your children and just your sanity. If you have something upcoming that's a big deal, that's okay. That's the nature of running your own business. It's unrealistic to say that everything will always be even keel and I just kind of run things really calmly with no spikes and dips. You're probably not going to be running a very successful business if you try to do it that way. But when you know a spike is coming, can you prep for it and can you set some boundaries and guidelines around it so that you can communicate that to the people that are ultimately, whether directly or indirectly, going to be involved, like your family, like your team, and say, hey, I'm coming into this season where I'm going to be, I'm writing my book, so it's going to be really busy, and this is what it looks like, but for this particular month, I'm going to be kind of locked away in the mornings, and you're not going to have much of me at that time, so you're able to communicate, but it's, it's a short window. It's not the next two years of time, deal with it. I'm writing multiple books. It's just not the best way to plan it. So you want to build in those boundaries and those timelines. And then set goals for that season. Make it fun. If you're like me and you're competitive and you have that spirit in you, I'm competitive with myself. I like to see my own growth. I don't really care so much at this point in my life and my business what other people are doing and competing against them because I've really come to that realization that our fingerprints in life are so different. Like there's no need to compare because the intricacies and the differences are too great and the disparity is too large to be like looking at someone else's lane and comparing my progress because it's comparing totally different languages. But what you can do is set those goals so that you can see that what and define what it would look like to have a successful season. Even in a season of family or focusing on rest, maybe you set some benchmarks or limitations or boundaries around phone usage, or you set some limits to how many hours you work, or whether you take additional days off, or it could be something like how many days that you spend solely with your kids. So you get to set the goals, the same thing for business. You want to set them within that season so that you are ensuring that the season is worth worth the squeeze, right? Like the juice is worth the squeeze. You're setting in these, these goals and these benchmarks that make you feel like you're progressing through that season accordingly and you're not getting the end to, this is a big one. You're not getting to the end of that season and saying, I worked really, really hard and I used a ton of my time, but I didn't actually get out of it what I went into it for. So I'm going to have to extend the season. Sorry, spouse. There's another three months on the calendar where you're not going to have much of me. If you're intentional, you can't just say, oh, I'm in a season of work or lunch, but you're not doing the things to prep for it. You're not doing the things to ensure that you're chipping away at the goal. You're going to have to extend that season and then it loses its sustainability in the process. Also, I like to build in plans to continue to honor the priorities that might not be the focal point of that season, okay? So if I am going into a season of growth or business growth or business focus, I want to especially build in the opportunities to honor those other priorities and values that I'm not going to let just fall by the wayside. So even in those crazy busy seasons, that's when date night is most important, That's when family Friday movie night with the kids is most important. That's when, you know, going to get a massage or go to the chiropractor once in that month is most important. So this is where you're ensuring and honoring that although it's not the main focus that season, you're not just neglecting it. You're not just waiting till it's that that particular focus's turn. You're finding ways to still honor it and support it throughout 
whatever season you're stepping into. And the final piece of the process is gearing up for that season. So be proactive. Look ahead. What do you need to be successful in that season? What's missing at this point? If you know you're going into a season that's more intense, more demanding, you're traveling more, you're speaking more, you're launching, whatever it might be that's going to require more of you physically, are you gearing up your body for that? Are you optimizing your body for that? Are you prepping yourself in the previous season? Are you drinking and eating hot dogs in your season of rest and then showing up for your demanding season and wondering why you don't have the mojo to deliver? No, be anticipating it and maybe bridging that gap more cohesively. How about a bigger team? Do you need to bring in extra help? Do you need to bring in a nanny? Do you need to bring in a mentor who's going to support your mindset through the process? Do you need a therapist to break through the crap that's holding you back? So look at, okay, what is it that's going to help me be more successful going into this next season? So to recap, we talked about not about balance. There are seasons, but how do you plan for them? How do you prep for them? How do you create them? How do you strategize to have the best seasons possible and set the the benchmarks and the deadlines and the boundaries around them? The first piece being your priorities and values. Although you might be having to lean more into some more than others, the others don't get neglected. They don't get put by the wayside. Then you have to align your seasons with the rhythms of your life, which you get to dictate, right? School vacations, uh, events that you're hosting, new babies coming into the picture, whatever it might be. Then you want to start planning for a shift into that new season and what that looks like. So mapping out your three to five year calendar, building in those transition periods, right? Setting goals for that season building in the plans and the strategies to continue to honor the priorities that might not get as much time in this season, but still deserve to be honored. And then gearing up for that season. What do you need to be successful in it? I hope this was a helpful episode. I know that feeling and that desire of wanting to shift into something new, to come alive again. And if we stay stagnant, if we stay in the same status quo season where we do a little bit of everything ongoing, I feel like it's counterintuitive to the entrepreneur, to the ambitious type, to the one that wants to become a leader and raise a leader. So I felt like this was relevant as we shifted in to season two of the Luminary Leadership Podcast. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. We pick a luminary each week from our social posts. So if you want to be entered into our Luminary of the Week drawing, then comment, save, and share the Instagram post from this episode. We want to lead and spoil you. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.